0: Thank you for joining me for episode number 11, The Healing Touch. Before I begin, it seems like you guys like the little switch up with someone telling their story on episode 10, A Tale of Two Loves. If someone wants to submit a passage to be considered for a show, contact me. Let's talk and I will tell you the type of story I'm looking for. Who knows? I may even bring you on as a guest. I'm pretty much open to see where it leads to. With that, let's begin. It's funny how topics for the show come up. If you follow me on social media, I posted a text that I received from Lyft. It's the standard message if someone left something in your car. It will say their name, maybe the item, and a contact number so you can call and set up a meeting and return the item. I received one of the text messages, but the item left in the car did not say an item. It was a message. Before I get into what the message said, I want to talk about what happened earlier during the week beforehand. It happened twice this week, which made me take notice. The lady who sent the message was the second person it happened with. Have you ever seen the movie Trapped Behind Enemy Lines? Or better yet, think of a revolution happening and you're part of the resistance building. How would you know, just going through your everyday life, who is with the resistance and who's playing with the other team? Through conversations there would be certain code words or passwords that would let you know if you're in the club. Think about one of those old school speakeasy clubs that you have to knock on the door, someone answers through some slot and you have to say the password before they open the door. Walking around these streets is just like that when it comes to being on some different consciousness vibe. One conversation happened while waiting for my car to get serviced. A lady was having a problem with the car and she was waiting for them to figure out how they was going to fix the problem. And what she said about having to deal with the situation, she said a cold word, which I heard keyed in, which led to a free reading and a new listener. Hey there, nice talking with you. Hope you're catching this episode. The next lady who said a cold word was a lady who sent the text. I picked this couple up like about 8 or 9 pm when I pulled up there was a moving truck in front. It was an older couple I believe in their 70s. The guy helped his wife to the car she was walking slow and was moving kind of fragile. A few months before I picked a couple up I thought was them but turns out it was the next street over. The couple who I thought they were was complaining because they had to sell their house, move to an assisted living place closer to their family, which was only about 30 minutes away, but she wouldn't be able to attend the same church she'd been going to for the last 30 years. When I pulled up, I thought, well, they finally got to go. It turns out I had the wrong couple. I asked if they was the same people. And when I said didn't want to move because of church, she said, oh, no, that wasn't me. I don't go to church. Church is within. But kind of said it under her breath. I said, excuse me, what did you say? She said, church is within. This was a cold word to me because I have peace within T-shirts I make. Then she started telling me about Buddhism and she had a vision when she was young. And that she's a Reiki master. I said, oh wow, I agree with you. In fact, I just did a podcast called I Believe while I was talking about this same subject. I did a brief rundown on what I said on the podcast. Even more surprising, she knew her three major astrology shines. She was a double Aquarius with a Pisces, with Pisces energy. She was so intrigued that she wanted to hear the podcast, so I downloaded the Apple podcast to her phone, pulled it up for her. This whole conversation happened on a 13-minute ride, and when I dropped her off, I helped her out the car. This 70-something-year-old white lady looks at this 48-year-old black man and says, I feel like I just met my soul brother. Went to give me a hug. I was like the virus, so we just bumped elbows and went our way. I forgot during the combo. the husband asked me my views on Trump. I was more interested in what the lady had to say than talking politics, even though I very much enjoy political conversation with someone who's open-minded. But if someone asks me a question, I answer it. I chalk that up to my Virgo energy. If you don't believe me, go ask someone with Virgo energy a question. Step back and observe the answer. Little disclaimer, watch out for what you ask them. If you're someone who can't handle straightforward, truthful answers, don't ask. My answer was not what he expected and kind of blew his mind. When we got there, I said, sorry, sir, I didn't ignore your question. I was just trying to hear your wife. But my opinion of Trump is he's totally not that bad. He asked, why do you say that? Trump is the real America, he is what America is truly about but don't want to admit it. To know what you are you have to see it, Trump is what America's underbelly really looks like. The question is, are we going back for second? I really didn't know his leanings before he asked me the question, but he asked this Virgo a question so I answered it, by the way he was not a supporter. The next day I saw a friend of mine and I told him the story of what happened. My version of the story went like this. Hey man, never judge a book by its cover. Then I went into what happened. Then I ended it with, it's a trip. If she never would have said churches within, we never would have had that conversation. By the time she got out the car, she met her soul brother. But let's just say we was walking by each other on the street. We both could have judged each other very differently. After telling the story, I left and that's when I get this text message from Lyft. It says, Is it you with the blog? Right after spirit healing brain trauma totally cleared. Namaste. With a phone number. I'm like, what the hell? No one left anything in my car. And what the hell is this brain trauma stuff? I didn't talk to anybody with a brain trauma. So I called a number and it was the lady I had the conversation with. She said, I want to I want you to know that you healed me. I said, What are you talking about? Healed what? She said, brain trauma. I told you. I said, we never once talked about brain trauma. It never came up. She said, oh, I thought I told you I had a severe concussion I've been dealing with for the last five months. I couldn't even see some days it was bad, but it's gone now. You're a healer, and I want to thank you. I tried not accepting the thanks for the healing because I didn't feel like I did anything. She said, it came from much higher than you. You are an open vessel. It was so peaceful around you, you can feel the energy in the car. This was a mind-blower for me. I got off the phone in disbelief. I healed her? How could this be? Did I really do anything? What happened to her that brought on this healing? By the way, and I believe, I said, while talking to those older ladies, I said, we're capable of doing the same thing Jesus did. And Jesus was said to heal folks, right? Talking about having an oh shit moment. Well, I was having that right about this point. Now, after I got over the initial shot, I started putting the puzzle together. And I think I know how the healing manifested and why balancing your energy is so important. To understand how the healing occurred, I have to get scientific and explain to you epigenetics. I heard about epigenetics from a talk, and one of the best talks I've seen is Dr. Bruce Lipton's Biology of Belief. You can find it on YouTube. In this video, he explains how epigenetics works. I will now attempt to give you a simplified version of what epigenetics is and how it even ties to the body as an antenna that I said on, I believe. To understand, we have to go all the way down to the cellular level and how cells work. So let's take one cell and it's doing its cell thing, right, which is multiplying. But what controls the cell's behavior and how does the cell know how to react? What do you mean by react? well you could take one cell put it with other cells in a petri dish that make bone and that cell will turn into a bone making cell you can take that same cell put it with a muscle cell and it will start making muscle cells what controls what the cell will be the culture medium inside the dish in other words the environment it is in you could take a healthy cell Put it in a dish with unhealthy cells, the good cell will turn bad, but vice versa if you take a sick cell, put it with healthy cells, the sick cell could turn healthy. What controls the cells is the culture or the environment it is in, the condition of the dish. How does the cell know what condition it is in? It picks up signals from the dish. How does the cell pick up signals? Each cell has a receptor, which is like an antenna to the environment it is in. The receptor picks up a signal and communicates that signal into the cell by way of the connector. The receptors pick up the signal and the connector interprets the signal and tells the cell how to act. What is a signal, like stove hot pull back? The receptor Picked up the heat signal, relayed that message to the connector, and the cell's reaction moved back. You have to understand that the human body is one big skin-covered peachy dish filled with trillions of cells reacting to the environment. There is a debate between psychologists and sociologists. Is a person a product of the individual mindset or a product of their societal environment? epigenetics tips the scales somewhat to environmental side but it's actually both now here is where it really gets interesting what controls the receptors our perceptions what how you perceive your environment controls your cellular behavior so your cells have a happy sad mad glad Scared reactions. But what controls your perceptions? Your beliefs. Someone who's scared of heights. When they get somewhere high, they get scared and their cells have a reaction. Another person who is not scared of heights can be in the same space and be perfectly fine. Why is that? One believes heights is dangerous. The other doesn't. But what is most important is what happens on a cellular level when faced with fear. One of the number one killers in the world is stress. What is stress? It's a feeling. When stress, it's just like taking a healthy cell and putting it in a dish with unhealthy cells. Eventually, it's turning bad. Staying in stress for prolonged periods of time makes us sick. Us getting sick is the body's way of trying to tell us we need to get out of this environment, but most people ignore the symptoms until it's too late. Way too late. So what does all this mean? The key to true health is a good environment that will stimulate healthy growth. And to do this, you're gonna have to change your beliefs. Why? Because your beliefs are what controls your perceptions, and your perceptions is what controls your cell receptors. How you perceive what's going on in your environment is what causes the feelings you're having. Now think about this. If you change how you're perceiving things, you change yourself on, from the cellular reaction. You change how the way your cells react. Changing your cellular reaction can lead to a unhealthy person turning healthy with no official quote unquote doctor's help or meds. In other words, heal thyself, which gets back to the lady who sent me the text and said I healed her. Did I heal her or did she heal herself? I think she healed herself. I just helped facilitate the process. How did I do that? Well, the conversation we had, she said that she had been dealing with this brain trauma for the last five months. If I was to look at it using epigenetics, here is what I think happened. The issue has been at the forefront of her mind probably every day when she woke up. She probably talks about it so much That she even thought she told me about it, which she didn't. Every time she spoke about it, it was from a place of negativity. I can't get rid of this thing that is burdening me. Every time she thinks about it, she put herself in the unhealthy cell petri dish. And what happens when you take a healthy cell and put it in the unhealthy cell? Unhealthy cell. It turns unhealthy. Well, our conversation was so deep on a soul level that she totally forgot to tell me about the brain injury, which for those brief moments, lifted her mind out of the unhealthy cell petri dish and placed it in the healthy dish. She went inside, thought about our conversation so much, she forgot about her injury and went to sleep. The next day, woke up to a healthy mind. In her mind, what did she do differently that day that she hadn't done the last five months? Talk to me. So, he healed me. Honestly, I really have a hard time taking credit for that. And I guess this podcast is somewhat me still distancing myself from taking any credit. It wasn't me, it was epigenetics. I guess what I will take credit for is briefly shifting her frame of thinking that allowed her to perceive something else, which in turn facilitated the healing process. In other words, I made her think about something else. How do you change your beliefs? Well, the first step is you have to accept that you've been programmed. Honestly, when you first come to terms with that, it may kind of piss you off. But it's a natural thing. But coming off of that programming is not that easy. Why natural? The programming was built in by nature. If you think about frogs, the lady frog lays eggs. The male frog fertilizes the eggs. Then they go about the rest of their life being frogs. They don't have to be parents and show tadpoles how to be tadpoles and eventually a frog they are just born knowing we as humans are not like that there's a lot of stuff we need to know just to move about in this world not only do we need to learn how to speak but we need to learn the do's and don'ts and the ins and outs of this world and That's what we learn from our parents and the environment in which we live in. But our parents cannot tell us every little thing. So nature helped us out with a gift and a curse. There, There are different levels of brain waves. There's Delta, Theta, Alpha, and Beta, each at different frequency levels. From two to six, we function on Theta frequency. The significance of theta frequency is the same it is the same frequency of hypnosis and this is when the programming happens it's nature's way of speeding up the learning curve because it's so much information we have to take in so from two to six we are pretty much walking around in a hypnotized state downloading everything we see and hear on how to function in a society. This is where we get all the subconscious programming we have playing in the background during our adult years. You wanna know why you do something a certain way? It's probably something you picked up during your subconscious programming. The reason exploring your subconscious programming is important is because when you're thinking of other things, your subconscious programming is what Actually, is controlling your actions. When you are walking down the street, you're thinking of other things. How do you walk without thinking about it? Subconscious programming. Now, guess where your beliefs are located? In your subconscious programming. So, to change a belief, you have to change the programming. Why is looking at your programming important? Even though we love our parents, that don't mean they really had their shit together. They are living out the way they would program as well. You really have to start questioning, am I doing this action because someone told me? Or I just seen others doing it this way? Or do I really believe this and think this is the right way for me. Going against ingrained programming is kind of like paddling upstream in rapids. It can be done, but it will take plenty of effort. Not only will you get resistance from the river, you will also receive resistance from your environment, the people around you, because why are you breaking away from the programming? Be prepared to be made out as the crazy one. Like I said, it's not easy thing to do on all levels. It can feel like a lonely journey at times. Then you say, well, damn, Paul, why should I go on this deprogramming, lonely ass, not easy journey that you're talking about? Because that's because what's on the other side feels so much better. Not only are we here to grow and evolve, but we also want to feel good and be happy. Most of our bad feelings stem from trying to hold ourselves to other people's programming, which leads to unbalanced energy. This may sound really selfish, but it's not. We are born by ourselves and we die by ourselves. In between those is a journey we live out, which is ours and ours alone. But we do it in context with others. The most loving thing you could do for yourself is take care of your energy first. The most loving thing you could do for your family is take care of your energy first. It sounds selfish, don't it? Paul You're telling me to think about myself before others? Yes, because as the lady says, church is within and it radiates outwards, not the other way around. When you become the best version of yourself, it benefits not only yourself, but everyone around you. Me loving myself, being the best version of myself shows up in how I react and respond to people and environmental events that's really out of my control. When others are responding to chaos with worries and fears, you can respond from a much, much more balanced, loving place. And eventually you can find this place where you can heal thyself. Thank you for joining me for episode number 11, The Healing Touch. I want to thank Atlanta-based O4F Family, specifically O4F Low, for giving me permission to use his song, My Soul, that you heard playing in the background. You can pull up on more O4F Family music. They have songs like Whole Team Lit, Gas Bag, Around With It. Shout out to O4F Rock Solid, and I can't forget the OG of the camp, My Homeboy Boo. If you would like me to help you with your chart energy, you could book a reading on iamastrologyreadings.com. I have a few different type of readings you can get. You can order a custom T-shirt as well on the same website. Just pull me up or contact me on my social media using the same name, I am Astrology Readings. You could be the first to see new material by becoming a member on my website as well. I really would appreciate if you would like, subscribe, rate, and share the show with two friends, co-workers, or family members. Thanks in advance for doing that. And as always, know thyself and balance your energy.